the All Hallows Eve. <laughs> it's Keep Up. I'm still insane. And Dracula might be behind that. Welcome, motherfuckers. It is a cold as Monday morning while I'm recording this. Uh, trying to stay warm. It was it was kind of nice this weekend, even though it rained on Friday. Kind of dampened my plans to go out. I had a few people trying to do some costume theme things going on. But um, we got a full show, guys. Today is the 30th motherfucking episode. Uh, it is called Blue Balls. We like to keep the cliches going. You know, a lot of uh, people get hurt out there trying to hold their shit in. Or, you know, getting to a climactic point and they're not able to fucking release. Release all you want, guys. Paint the fucking walls for all I care. I don't care. I encourage that. I'm like Lucifer, motherfucker. Free will. Free motherfucking will. Just don't free Wheezy. Okay? If he's in jail this time, let him stay there. So let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Is happening. What is happening in the world, guys? Can you tell me? No, because not enough of you participate. If you'd like, go ahead. Get on SoundCloud. You can comment all you want. Get on. I don't have. I have a YouTube channel, but I have not put any content on it. Sorry, guys. I will soon. Uh, you can go on my Instagram. You can rant at me. I'm not like Drake. Drake limits his comments. There's plenty of Instagrammers out there that do that. Facebook. You have plenty of ways to talk shit with me. Do it. Fucking do it. But uh, back to the point. So this is a porn-themed episode. If you have very virgin ears or you have small children around, I suggest you go throw them somewhere in a river because I'm about to get real fucking nasty, nastier than usual. Not only is it the 30th episode, it is triple X. I usually do, I always do actually, Roman numerals. Um, I switch it up a little bit with the exclamation points to make the ones. But other than that, it's all Roman numerals. So you know what that means. Fucking triple X without the Vin Diesel. Or if you're just talking about me, Vin, just without the Diesel. Or without Ice Cube. I love Ice Cubes. And I love Ice Cube. And I love that he's doing the last Friday. But that's not what we're focused on right now. We're focused on genitalia in movies and how most of us are in a rush to see it. Well, mostly guys. There's this uh, site called Celebrity Jihad, and uh, you guys are going to see how much of a fucking pervert I am. It is a site. Um, it is a real site, Celebrity Jihad. It literally takes, and it's mostly women because it is a very, very, uh, I don't know if there's real Muslims writing the site. But even if you read the description while you're jerking off of these women, mostly women, there I think there are guys on there, but it's mostly women, and all the fucking particular scenes they have been in movies and TV, television, naked. So Celebrity Jihad exposes them and whatever, exposes them, if that's what you want to call it. That's the way they, they say it, by the way. They like make it seem like, oh, she's so filthy. And she, she is an infidel. 
and she will go to hell. Like, all that type of fucking rhetoric and propaganda-type religious zealot shit. Uh, jihadists are Hillary Jihad. So they pretend to be a jihadist. I did a very terrible job doing that for you, but they do that. And uh, they, they have kind of uh, helped the race when you were going... You and your partner are going to a movie or television. They they have put out a cheat code on how to see this genitalia before you see it in the movie theater. So to me, before this, there used to be a race, an actual race. Like I used to like win all the time because as a guy, you see female nudity all the time. But lately, there's been a lot of, a lot of frontal, a lot of back, a lot of ass. So I don't know, man. I think women are gaining equality in those uh, areas. I saw Game Over Man, and uh, that was done by the workaholic crew and Seth Rogen. And they showed a lot of dick in that movie. A lot of dick. Um, shows. Uh, the Wire. I used to see penis on there all the time. So to me, just like there's a race to an orgasm in sex, just like Dave Chappelle said, if you get there first, more power to you. But what I'm saying is, is that you should go in there and maybe, maybe make it a drinking game. Why not? Make it a fucking drinking game. If you know a movie is going to have female and male genitalia, preferably frontal, uh, you don't want to be like the faculty, you know, mostly ass, mostly ass. You want to have, drink, drink up. As soon as you see your gender, whichever you identify with. As soon as you see that, drink up, bitches. Drink up. And the reason why I say this is because later we'll be giving a a little review of A Star is Born. And Gaga definitely shows her Gaga tits a lot. Spoiler alert. uh, Bradley Cooper does not. Not that I need to see uh, Bradley Cooper's American Sniper. But where's the equality in that? And by the way, Gaga's body is on point but her acting is but we're not gonna get into that we're, we're gonna get into that when we're talking what the fuck we're watching i uh i heard a little bit of disappointing i wouldn't say bad news but i heard some disappointing news this week and i decided to get a haircut right before just like a little a little circumcision of the head and I said to myself, I said to some people that I was telling, you know, this news about work. And they were like, oh, don't be dis- disappointed if it doesn't happen, this and that, brace yourself. Or to be honest, they weren't even saying that. They were giving me way more words of encouragement. Uh, a lot of false hope. <laughs> Not their fault. Uh, just wasn't meant to be. But I got my haircut, and I literally said, and I suggest all of you guys do this. When you think that you're, if it's 50-50 about to hear bad news or good news, get a haircut. Groom yourself. Get those eyebrows tweezed. Shade that pussy. Manscape that ass. Whatever the hell you got to do. Look good. Look good. Moisturize. Get that, get those cucumbers over the eyelids and shit like that. Mud mask. Cum mask. Drink it up, drink it up. The fountain of fucking splooge youth. But um, what I meant was is that if you do find this disappointing news, at least you're not going to have an ugly cry. 
Nobody likes an ugly cry. If you're going to cry, you might as well be going for an Academy Award. You might as well be going for an Emmy. A Tony. Because what's the point in an ugly cry? What's a, what's the point in a free cry? I had an old uh, co-worker slash good friend of mine. Her mother died. Actually, her sister died recently, too. That really sucks. Uh, shout out to her. Um, even though we're not friends anymore. Uh, I, who, who wants that to happen to somebody? I don't want that to happen to I know you guys think I'm fucking sick as fuck. I am. I am in many, many, many areas. But I don't want anybody to die. Sorry. Not my fizzle. But when I worked with her, uh, her first day back, and naturally so, her mother died uh, not too long before that. And she cried in this room that was totally, like, uh, transparent. And everybody, like, pretty much crowded around it watching her cry. That was not a pretty cry. When you cry about your parent or a loved one like that in your family, that will never, ever be a pretty cry. So, again, not that applicable because... That's not fair. When your mother dies, that's that's not that's not fair at all for your ugly cry. You will definitely have an ugly cry. Doesn't matter what haircut you get, what style you get, what outfit. But when it comes to some lower grade news, like maybe a promotion or something like that, you can uh, once you manage your feelings and your expectations, like I did, you can go. Damn, I look fucking good after I heard that badass news. Shit. Um, Ray Carruth, a little quick bio on him before I say what I have to say about him. He, um, found out his baby mother had a baby, his girlfriend that he had an abusive relationship with. He, uh, killed her and threw her in a trunk and, uh, no, he, no, he, th- did he throw her in her trunk? No, he killed her. They found her body and the little baby was mangled as well. And so the baby today has a lot going on neurologically, was not supposed to live, and Ray Carruth was hiding in a fucking, his own trunk. Now, albeit, they couldn't really find him for that long, so, you know, those dumbass cops down there, down south. But, um, so they found him, and he did his time, he did like, I think like around almost 20 years. Uh, the kid is in custodial uh, writes with uh, the grandmother that is uh, his guardian. And like I said, he has a lot going on. He has a lot wrong with him. You know, he's a happy kid, but there's a lot wrong with him. There's a lot more wrong with America, though. America's a little more sick. They were ready to buy Ray Carruth jerseys for Halloween or for whatever purpose. A cum rag. I don't know. You guys are fucking sick. You will come down on Colin Kaepernick. Sorry that I'm coming off my soapbox. Or Malcolm Jenkins. Or Eric Reed, Or any of these guys that try to show injustice. But instead you show how fucking sick you are. I am all about sick. I am all about twisted. But a child is, is out. And the mother. They're out there man. She's in heaven or wherever you think she is. And he's he's struggling for the rest of his fucking life. And you think it's a fucking joke? That's fucked up, guys. Sorry, even for Stilvin saying that is fucked up. So good for the NFL in banning the sales of those jerseys. NFL is usually on the bandwagon of being sick also for their money. They have sued the New Orleans Saints for who that while they were going through their Katrina rebuild. Fuck them for that. 
So it's a good thing they actually balance out their evilness and they stop the sale of Ray Carruth jerseys. So good job, guys, and good job, NFL. Uh, Lotto, Powerball, whatever the fuck that shit is. I think it's a waste of time buying, uh, lotto tickets. I definitely think that is the blue ball of gambling. Uh, my coworkers were all talking about it. Everybody was talking about it as if they were going to win, as if somebody from South Carolina wasn't going to win. Not that I had like predicted that particular state, but I could have, I could have, I should have. I should have put a bet on that. There, there should be a bet on where... There probably is, actually. I'm not that much of a gambler. But I'm pretty sure there's a bet out there of what state or what city is the recipient of the Powerball or Mega One. And I you know, I heard some ridiculous theories out there. Like, oh, I had a feeling on this number or this person's birthday. I had a sign and I looked up and I'm like, oh, that should be the numbers I'm playing. Guys, the probability of gambling in general is so fucking low. There's very little skill that you can put into it. You can in some instances, but not fucking lottery tickets. I use lottery tickets as a last minute resort to put in a fucking birthday card. I mean, and I hope that they don't win because they're definitely not going to share it with me. They're like, well, thanks Vince for the happy birthday, but deuces, bitch. I'm fucking rich. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Let's get a little bit more raunchy. I I haven't really been getting that much pussy lately, not going to lie. But when I do, for some reason, uh, for some reason, they like to wipe a little too much. They like to take the toilet paper and wipe their fucking pussy and ass a little too much. Because when I'm going down, when I'm deep sea diving in the puss, uh, there's toilet paper. What the fuck? What the fuck? And the reason why I say it like this, it's because it's happened too many times. It's happened too many times. For some reason, I have women out there that think it's okay to not check it out before they they get to me. Check it out. I don't want to keep spitting out fucking nasty-ass piss toilet paper from your fucking vagina. I mean, you know, not that many people are fucking eating my ass. But that's the same thing. If I left toilet paper in there, that's fucking gross. Nobody wants to pick toilet paper from their teeth. Nobody does. And if you eat pussy enough, and I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure married men go through this because, like, you know, you or or lesbian couples or whatever, whoever eats pussy, whoever has a steady diet of fucking vagina, step on up and fight, fight this this fucking necessary need. To all over toilet paper, your genitalia. Stop it. It's not good. Don't do it. Because if I... Sw- I've never swallowed one, by the way. That'll be the day. Oh, my God. I'll be so pissed. Spitting it out is one thing. And to be honest, a vagina is fucking disgusting anyway. I love vaginas. I love the way they look. I love being a heterosexual male that gets to pump it out. But... It's already gross. And I need to fucking, like have toilet paper in there come on man me and justin bieber we were tired of toilet paper housing so we toilet papered some pussies make some plaster out of it next time make like a vagina model out of your fucking uh all that toilet paper in there no no stop guys i mean guys 
Stop, women. Stop. Stop. Use some wet wipe. Whatever you got to do. Stop leaving toilet paper in your pussy. Don't try. Don't try to like look away and laugh. If you're li- if you're listening to this with one of your girlfriends, don't try to laugh it off like you don't do it. You've done it. Check in there, guys. When you're in the in the bathroom, ladies, check in there right before. If you're about to fuck and you have to go to the bathroom and freshen up, check in there first. Make sure there's no toilet paper. You know, we all got to make sure, like Donald Trump or anybody, it doesn't have toilet paper on their shoe. It's just like that. Toilet paper will be the death of the libido. Don't do that. Um, I see too many people sucking their thumb. Now, I've seen children, obviously. Children, whatever. I don't think that's really that great either. I think you should really discourage from that. That's fucking disgusting. Like, children touch, like, really gross things. They really do. But so do human beings. Grown adult human beings. Why the fuck are you sucking your thumb? Why are you sucking your thumb? You touch train bars, all types of things. You, you put your thumb up your ass sometimes. Like, who knows, man? And I don't know. I would venture to say that the things that you touch are probably less harmful or probably more harmful to you than sucking a STD-free dick. I must say STI or STD-free penis because obviously a, a a sexually transmitted disease or infection is definitely highly more likely to be problematic than, you know, something like, I don't know, what can you catch? Mono, I guess, like from, like, let's say you licked your fucking hand after putting your hand on a subway door or a subway, whatever, uh, Anything in life. There's germs anywhere, guys. I'm not a huge germaphobe, but stop fucking sucking your thumb. If you have, if you need an alternate, go get a baba. Go get a penis. Go suck it. Stop sucking your thumb. You look like a fucking idiot. Now, the only thing I can equate where I look like an idiot and I need to stop doing is sniffing my lip. I noticed on the last episode of Keeping It Real Hot and Fresh with Z Fly and Not That Jay-Z. Uh, we just had our new newest episode on Sunday. We do it every Sunday. We just got some two new hosts. Shout out to Indigo Lion and Troy Weeks. You heard it here. That's an exclusive. My uh, my producer, just like anyone important in my life, they do not listen to my show. So fuck it. And actually, those two guest hosts, they don't listen to my show either. So it's cool. I wasn't. Let's, I was not supposed to let that information out. So if you listen or watch, keep me real hot and fresh. I just let the cat out of the bag. Who the fucking new hosts are. And also we have a red carpet correspondent. Her name is Ajane. And you'll see her as well. They're they're really cool. They're all good looking people. They're all funny. They all have great voices. They all speak up. They all make me look like a fucking idiot sometimes. But that's great. That's what you should come on to the show to be. That, that should be your ambition. Make a fool out of Sylvan Sane. Make a fool out of Vince. And also, suck a dick if you're gonna tr- if you're thinking about sucking a thumb. Um, drawing privates. Why are we, why are we so modest or why are we so timid? Why is there not a balance in everything in life? Like I've I've tried to preach to you guys. Why is 
why, for some people, why is driving, I'm sorry, why is drawing your private parts a difficult thing? I remember I was in uh, high school and we had a midwife teach us health class. And I thought that was so beneficial because she had dipped her hands in a vagina so many times. And I'm sure she dealt with a lot of like STD problems or a lot of toxic. I remember she told us uh, somebody got toxic syndrome and it was smelling really bad because they forgot that they left a tampon up there. Actually, a tampon or three, not just one, not just two. She left three up there and they had to like really go in there and she could have died, man. If you leave a tampon in your vagina, you most likely will die. Like I said, man, just like the thumb, you should just leave a dick in there. Just leave a dildo or something, and I'm sure it'll absorb it properly. No, I'm joking. And today's women's uh, hygiene, there's so so many things available. There's a suction cup. There are many types of napkins, many types of wings and things. So you could do those things. But you try to draw it while you're not doing those things. Because, you know, you don't want, you know, your coochie to be like Carrie. You know, pig's blood all over it. You want it to look sexy while you're drawing it. And so my health teacher, she would tell us for one of our assignments to draw our privates. And one of our uh, students came in, and she is the niece of Rosie Perez. She's quite large, too, so it's funny that she would draw food in her lap. She drew that. She drew, like, chicken, like a roast con pollo with, like, some beans and shit like that. Thank you. You're only Puerto Rican. You're not that Spanish, homegirl. Like, stop. So, I think I was, like, the only one that drew my penis. Now, I don't have, like, the biggest penis on Earth. I have, like, a seven and a half or It's a little bit above average, but, you know, who wants average? Do I wish I had a bigger penis? A little bit, sometimes. Especially my ex, supposedly, is fucking some big dick bastard out there. Who wants a Vince with a bigger dick than you? That's not good. But I know that I'm doing all right. I know that my my radio show will... uh or whatever I'm doing in life, hopefully overcompensates for not having the biggest dick in the world. Or maybe just being the biggest dick in the world will compensate for that. Who knows? Who knows? Having sex on, uh, last week we did, we did competitive spirit. We did, uh, leave it on the floor, in it to win it. You hear that a lot. And you heard that a lot on last episode, so... This would be our last uh, what the fuck is uh, happening uh, before we get into the next topic. Um, when I was younger, um, I had an ex-girlfriend that loved to have sex everywhere. She was young, dumb, and full of cum, just like me. And uh, we fucked in Disney World, uh, the back of uh, some Disney ride. I forgot what it was. She lived in Florida at the time. We fucked in a... You're not going to believe this. We fucked in a... Uh, in like an alleyway and we were told to like shoo away and then we ended up we were really drunk we ended up fucking in the back of a cop car now this was belmore long island so the cops are kind of uh lackadaisical for lack of a better word and nobody paid attention and we fucked there we'd gotten kicked the same girl we got kicked out of uh anchorman because she was giving me head before the movie started and the security guard was like, no other sex in the movie theater. No other sex in the movie theater. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he said that they had cameras. 
So once he said they were at cameras, but at least she finished, man, and she's a good swallower. I'm not going to lie. Who doesn't love a great swallower? You need to have a good swallower. Whether you're a guy or a girl, fluids are just something you got to fucking wash down, guys. That's just how it goes. So one of my fondest moments was I, uh, and I fucked another ex-girlfriend on the baseball field too. My my aunt, she um, has a baseball and a soccer field. And when, when I was younger, um, there wasn't that many areas to fuck. Not gonna lie. When you're young, you can fuck everywhere, but you can't fuck everywhere. You can't fuck the places you really want to fuck. So you go fuck in like some random places. So I used to fuck them on this bleacher area in the baseball field. And the reason why I mentioned this is because, um, not that I got blue balls or anything like that. I really did not. Not in those areas. That shit was amazing. Um, it was, it was, uh, fucked up though. Cause like I would lie about it and we had dirt all over our knees, all over our clothes. And we were supposed to play it off. Like we weren't getting the nasty on over there. Such a fucking dumbass. But when am I not? When is still insane? That same. Did I just hear? And uh, let's get into albums released this week. We'll try, we tried to condense it a little bit because it was a little too long last time. Um, Andrea Bocelli comes out with a new album called C. S.I. Just like yes. I know who he is, so we'll, we'll mention him. Black Eyed Peas has just come out with, um, is it a compilation or a new album called Masters of the Sun Volume 1? And you know that uh, Fergie recently butchered the national anthem. Josh Duhamel recently uh, called out Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors for, like, you know, being the main culprit of laughing at his ex-wife. They're exes now. They divorced last year. And she gave this silly rendition. She was trying to do a sultry rendition of the national anthem. She tested it out. She fucking failed. And, yeah, now, like, on the heels of that, they are on a new album. And I don't really think uh, there's my, that much fanfare for it. But maybe. Who knows? Maybe I'm, I'm wrong on that. Boy George just came off a tour, so he has a new album. Um, do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? That is Boy George. That is Fuckboy Me, and that is Boy George. And Boy George just came out with the Culture Club. Uh, Life, that's his new album. Uh, whichever, whichever ones, let's see, there's there's more. Jesse J, Jesse J, I like Jesse J. She, but I'm not a fan of Christmas albums. And she's about to come out with one, and it's called The Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, John Legend, too. John Legend is calling, coming out with a legendary Christmas. I saw him for the first time at Global Citizens Festival. He was fucking incredible. A couple of, uh, I guess, some vinyl releases. You got Beer Bongs and Bentleys. I love that album. It's a good album by my man Post Malone, the most untalented, talented guy in the, the industry. So that's it for album release that I felt like releasing to you. Let's check out the release radar on Spotify. Let's see what we can play for you today. We have Sia and Diplo, uh, Thunderclouds. We have Iconopop's new song, Rhythm in My Blood. 
T.S. No, no, T.S. is dead. Sorry. We're, is that him? That's no, no, T.S. Yeah, T.S. is dead. Sorry. Nah, I guess we'll play him. Why not? Mumford and Sons has like some fucking how, deep house music going on. Uh, You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch from the Grinch movie. Tyler Creator is on that. Colors by Tenacious D. We've been playing a lot from their new album. A Million Dreams by Pink. She's on tour right now. Uh, Makeup by Vice and Jason Derulo and Ava Max. Um, Little Kim has a new song, Nasty One Remix. I don't think that's that new, so maybe we'll play a little bit of that. Freelance by Tori Moi. I love Tori Moi. Ellie Golding featuring Diplo. That's her, fa- that's her former flame. One of her former flames, Ellie Golden, gets down in the industry. A&E by the Ting Tings. Ever Again by Robin. Heart Attack by Phoebe Ryan and Tovlo. I love Tovlo. Tovlo came out with a really cool song with Diplo as well. Um, Cardi B, Money. Cardi B has a new song. It was... It was leaked by the Barbies, and she said that she thinks that the Barbies are better fans than her real fans because Barbies get to her page before her real fans do. Damn. That's some that's some shit right there. Yo, Cardi always got the best fucking one-liners, man. Um, we got... Uh, yeah, that's about it. So let's, uh, let's listen to this little music medley for you and your week. Yeah. 
Nothing up the rope. I got bags in the coop. Money. Yes. Yes. Cardi. Damn, why do I like her so much? Her uh her album art, which it's just her single art. Um it's got a little uh it's got a little Asian persuasion on it, a lot of uh, jewelry on her uh, arms. Yeah, she's really dope, man. A really cool Cinderella story. Like I said, man, her shit got leaked, but it's cool, man. Money is a really good track. I don't think it goes to any new album. Invasion of Privacy is still gaining really cool record sales. So you should check that out. Cardi B, Money, that is my song of the week. Um, you heard the album's released. I don't really, oh, on the show, we talked about, on Real Hot and Fresh, we talked about Kiki being an actual person. I don't believe that garbage, that 24-year-old, she's been going all over the place. What the fuck? I still think it's Kim Kardashian, but whatever, we're out on music news, fuck that. Run, motherfucker, run. What the fuck? Did I just watch? And I watched quite a few things this week, so bear with me. I saw The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which is based solely this time off the Archie comics. Now, that's not Jughead. No, it's not Richie Rich. It is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And no, it is not your TGIF Melissa Joan Hart version. It's not. Or Caroline Ray, whatever, wherever you want to go. This one is dark, and this one is the producers of Riverdale. I didn't watch Riverdale ever. I don't even know what the fuck it's about, to be honest. It almost turned me off because it's a little tweeny. But no, it's really good. So if you liked Mad Men, Don Draper, my man, uh, John Hamm, I love him. No wonder someone spawned. That was really dope. Uh, Kiernan Shipka, his daughter on the show. She's Sabrina Spellman. Ross Lynch. I have a feeling that motherfucker's British. I didn't really look that deep into it. Uh, Lucy Davis, you've seen her before. There's uh, there's not that many well-known people in this show, except for her. And actually, I'm looking on here right now. IMDb is giving it an 8 out of 10. I, You know, I, I just so happened to run into the show, to be honest. I'm still in the middle of Sherlock. I just finished BoJack. I'm playing Red Dead Redemption Part 2, which is fucking sick as hell. Really good game. It's taking out a lot of memory. It basically fucking uh, took mad long to download on my Saturday, but cool. But back to Sabrina Teenage Witch, it uh, it concentrates on her black, her dark baptism. Um, she's going to be 16 on Halloween. Uh, Salem the cat is not very nice. Uh, he's actually her protector and is a demon inside. If she doesn't sign the Book of Beasts, she... Uh, you know, a lot of hell breaks loose instead of her going to hell. You know, it's a crazy story, and it's really, really good. A really good reboot of that corny-ass TGIF show. It was entertaining when I was young, but to be honest, I would never watch that shit ever again. That shit was so cheesy. This one is back to the comic book roots. It's very gory and shit like that. It's it's really awesome. It's a really pleasant surprise. Netflix, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Get on that. Uh, my movies that I've watched, I watched uh, First Man with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Claire Foy from The Crown. Very awesome movie. Very good. I'm a fight out. So uh, he was a fight out. Neil, Neil Armstrong. The world is not flat. 
Um, <laughs> this movie further proves that. Do I believe that we got there before Russia? I don't know. We're a little competitive with Russia sometimes, so sometimes we'll lie about that. Russia will lie about that. I can't really get into those semantics. But uh, one small step for fucking him and uh, one tall leap for mankind. It was a good movie. It was good. Uh, it was a little sad. A lot of people in his life died before he got onto Apollo 11. Um, his other successful mission was the Gemini 8. As a matter of fact, his daughter died in real life, Karen, of uh, some some tumor that was on her brain stem. That was very sad. So you got to see that emotional roller coaster with him before he went out to space. Damien Chazelle is the director. He directed La La Land, the one that falsely got the award and had to give it back to Moonlight. But it was a very good film. I liked it. Um, not the most interesting film of all time, but sometimes things that happen in history are not meant to be glorified and glamorous. And I found it interesting that the person that did La La Land, um, the director, Damien Chazelle, he's very young. Um, I was a little surprised that he went dull. But it's cool. Sometimes you need that. So First Man, recommended. Um, I also saw Bad Times at the, uh, the El Royale. I don't know if that's a remake. I can't be sure of that, but a lot of, uh, a lot of ensemble cast in it. You got Jeff Bridges, you got Dakota Johnson, John Hamm as well from Mad Men. Uh, basically a lot of murders are going down, um, in this hotel. It's kind of like a, a peep show hotel. And uh, these people are just trying to find out what's going on. Chris Hemsworth is in it too. Um, you find out their stories one by one, why they're there, through their point of views of you know people getting murdered inside the hotel. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't want to let too much off of it. It's definitely a mystery kind of thriller. Um, definitely recommended. One more recommendation. I saw three movies this week. I know there was one. Mo- I, mo- I know there was one week where I didn't watch any movies. Sorry, guys. But now, I'm back on my fucking A-list. I'm back on my fucking bully. And let's talk about Gaga boobs. <laughs> Since the episode is called Blue Balls, guys. I don't want to blue ball you with no uh, Gaga boobs. God damn. Her boobs are on point. The best is when she got out of the fucking tub. Woo. When she was yelling at Bradley Cooper. But like I said, this movie is fantastic. The directing is amazing. Um, one of my former colleagues, he's stupid. He said something about the pacing being off whack in the second half. Now the movie is called the star is born guys, meteoric rise, 15 minutes of fame, just like that. A star is born. What the fuck did he think was going to happen? Like, of course that, that type of shit of them getting married and the fame, of course it's going to happen fast and quickly. What the hell? So I don't know. Some people, like I said, consume media just to critique it or just to fucking bash it. And that's not one of these. Star is Born is actually really quality. I wouldn't be surprised, unfortunately, because I love Seza more than Gaga, to be honest. Um, and Kendrick Lamar. I'm a more of a fan of those two. And I'm more of a fan of the Black Panther movie itself. But this one's going to wipe its ass with it. Um, yeah. Off the deep end. There's so many songs that could definitely outdo Black Panther soundtrack. This was just a really quality soundtrack to go with a really quality movie. Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. I wanted to see another directorial debut with mid-90s. Um, that's Jonah Hill. I have not seen that yet. Hopefully I'll get to see that next week. But um, if you need... So this week's movies are Bad Times at the El Royale. Then you have First Man. And then you have... Uh, 
A Star is Born, and if you're looking for a show to watch, I and it's Halloween themed, which I haven't got into how, uh, House on Haunting, I mean the Haunting Hill House, whatever that show is called. I'm not that much into horror, guys. I like a little mix mixture of it, so maybe I'll get into that. I don't know. Maybe you guys can convince me. Convince me to get into that. Don't be lazy. But um, Sabrina, that's not usually my t- cup of tea, the little tweener, you know. But I miss Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's actually what it reminds me of the most, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It definitely is like the WB show, um, but a little bit more gruesome, a little bit more blood, a little bit more uh, satanic nature in it. You'll enjoy it. All right, all right, we got some new sound bites for the phrase of the motherfucking week. And you already know what it is. It's blue balls. It's fucking blue balls. Nobody likes blue balls. I've been blue balled plenty of times. Uh, if you're a man at my age, of course you're going to get blue balled. I think the people who get blue balls the most are the ones with no balls. I think it's women. Women get <laughs> women get the fucking shit into the stick in so many areas in life. Kudos to you. I would never switch to be a woman. I love you girls. I love you women. I love you ladies. Keep doing your thing. Keep getting the fucking equality that you deserve. I'm with you. It sucks because anatomically, most guys come quickly. Most uh, either erectile dysfunction or they suck in bed. Like I said, I've said this on another episode, uh, women that I fucked before 23, I believe, I'm going to guess, my apologies to you, so sorry, that was a waste of your time, my bad, didn't mean to do that, but let's get into some stories, let's get into some stories that relate to blue balls, now this one is blue coming from the balls, it's not necessarily a blue ball situation, Uh, Maybe I've told this story, but let's tell it again. Why not? Because it sets up with a theme. I used to go, I used to date this person that was kind of like a rebound for someone that I had a crush on in campus. Couldn't get her. So, you know, I I got lazy and I settled for someone else. Sex was really good. She was kind of just meant for that for me and that purpose. So didn't really uh, respect her too much more than that. Not that she didn't deserve respect. It's just that, you know, sometimes people are a vessel when you're in college. I was a vessel for many people, too. Sometimes you're just there to be fucked. Vice versa. So I had a roommate, and he thought that he was, like, the best performance artist on earth. And uh, he was doing this uh, art piece. He was an art major. And he was doing this piece that showed dominance within the art. So he had to replicate a, a artist, a well-known artist, and uh, reboot kind of their method, their methodology, and their uh, platform or their uh, media, whatever, platform. Uh, it's probably a better word for that, to be honest, but whatever. Medium. So, whatever. So, this the, the artist that he picked, I forgot his name, but the artist uh, would take blue paint and put it on these naked girls and drag them across the canvas, this really large canvas to show male dominance. So my friend, my old roommate, uh, I don't know how much we're friends. He's kind of distant. He kind of still a little full of himself. If you think I'm full of myself, imagine the people that I have in my life. Whoa. But, um, so he, 
he just decided to uh, to to put his coming in. And the way that I knew this is because I came into the room and there was a Ziploc bag and it kind of looked familiar. I picked it up and he, I go, what is this? He goes, that's my jizz. And I, I definitely dropped that shit like it was lava because I definitely, um, we're close. We were close, but I, and we've seen each other bag some really ugly bitches in our lives, but I definitely didn't want to see the semen in my own hand in a Ziploc. That definitely wasn't something that I was prepared for. I don't think any of us are prepared for that. You know, the blue balls in our hands, that, that fucking gook, you don't want that. But anyway, so the girl that I was fucking, she, uh, a couple weeks, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe a few days later, she says that uh, she did some project with my, my roommate. And I'm like, oh, really? Do tell. Tell me about this, uh, this, this art installation project you're doing with him. And he could have been doing anything. It wasn't just that project he was working on. He works on a bunch of projects. He was an art major. She goes, oh, we uh, we got naked and he put blue paint all over us. Now, this was also a girl that my other roommate was fucking. And uh, I was like, damn, all right. Uh, what? I looked at her and I'm like, and already I didn't have those kind of feelings for her. So I, she was already expendable. So I was like, bitch, don't talk to me ever again. And she's like, what, what? So unfortunately, I got her really upset, and it, I never told her to snitch. She went and snitched on him, and he got in big trouble, and he got an F. So technically, that's not really that good of a story for him, at least. But um, I, I like to, if we can bleep that out, his name, I sometimes call his name and Blue at the same time, because to me, that's kind of funny. So he'll always be associated with that blue color, because... He blew it in the bag. And you can't have a Blue Balls episode without jerking off. Now, I have a couple of uh, jerk-off stories. Uh, as a matter of fact, four in a row. Four in a row. Uh, first off, my, my brother, when he was younger, who didn't jerk off? He got caught by a family member in my family. I'm not going to say who. But... Uh, I came in, not like right after, but like as he was like kind of sobbing. He was young enough to be a little disappointed in himself and still young enough to get some advice. My brother's bigger than me now and sometimes smarter than me too. So it's hard to give someone who either views themselves as that smart or is that smart. You decide. And uh, back in the day, I had to like pat him on the back and be like, dude, overalls. So that's a lesson to us all. Not just young, my brother. Because, all, don't jerk off with overalls, guys. Whether you're a woman or a man, not very easy to do. I remember the tearaway pants. Those were great. But how do you tear those back on? Not good. So always get clothes or always get some access, at least if you're hiding off the jerking off. If you're not hiding off the jerking off, more power to you. It's kind of like that fleshlight situation in Orlando that I'm not going to get into again. What is a fleshlight? It is definitely a flashlight looking thing that has some fucking mesh in it that you can can put your dick in and act like it's a vagina. That's what a flashlight is. You know, don't go on a Craigslist ad and go into an AOL chat and maybe, you know, people won't invite you to a circle jerk while you're visiting your grandfather. Maybe, maybe so. So, um, another story that involves me and him, uh, 
one one winter, I came back from uh, winter camp. We used to go to winter camp at my school. And my mom, during the Christmas season, decided to uh, to show us this uh, this cable bill that was my aunt's. Now, we would be at my aunt's a lot. And we would fucking, like, we would watch TV. We would do all types of stuff. She, and, you know, she's a little older, so she didn't, like, really pay attention to us too much. And uh, we used to order porn in her uh, her apartment. And we were young. I was, like, 12. And so I guess my brother was, like, 8. So we get in the car. And my mom shows us this bill. And there's a shit ton of porn. Now, I get it. I get it. We were young. And, of course, you know. But at that age, I was, like, 12. Not even 13 yet. So I wasn't even in full jerk-off mode. And neither was my brother. He was, like, picking at his little pecker and shit like that. And he wasn't ready for all that jerking off either. God damn. It was, like, three pages long. So I said to my mom, I was, and so actually my brother, kudos to him, he was like, oh, mom, it was us. Like he like totally confessed, but didn't really throw me under the bus. Like he kind of like was like, that's the movie. That's that's the movie I ordered. I'm so sorry. Now, again, we did order some movies, but like I said, it was like three, four pages long. I, I said to my mom, that's not all us. And she goes, what? As if she kind of knew. Like she like. That was the kind of what she gave, like, what? And I go, yeah, that's not all us. Like, we maybe ordered, like, two or three movies. The rest of these are someone else's. And she goes, oh, okay. And at first she offered that we were, me and my brother were supposed to pay my aunt back because that's what my aunt was suggesting, that we pay her damn fucking filthy porn bill that she fucking accumulated on her own. Like I said, we added, like, three fucking movies to it, but this bitch... I've even gone to her room. She has mad dildos and shit like that. Holy shit. So nice try. Nice try. And she's a wonderful aunt. She's a strain. Not really a strain. But like she's like removed as an in-law and shit like that. But she's a wonderful aunt. And it's okay. She's admitted that she watches Skinamax in some conversations and shit like that. It's all good. My ex-girlfriend made fun of her for... You know, being the first in line for Treasure Pleasure Island at a at a fucking uh, sex toy convention and shit like that. Cool, cool, cool. I'm all for it. Release. Release those blue balls. Release them out into the open. Release the motherfucking blue cracking, blue ink everywhere. Whatever the fuck you want to do. So to keep on the on the uh, the actual VHS and magazine porn situation, you know, back in the day when we had Spice TV and Playboy TV, those were my jerk-off days. Those were my, my jerk-off heydays. Um, do you remember, like, ever hiding people's porn magazines? The the one time I remember getting in trouble with a porn magazine was, uh, do, we even, do we even count this as uh, a porn magazine anymore, Playboy? I had a very awesome issue of Playboy with Cindy Crawford on it. And that's when they used to tape the the, the muff uh, fucking uh, hair on their vaginas and shit. And uh, she looked great, man. Cindy Crawford is an all-time classic. And I remember putting it under my bed. And, of course, when you're that age, you're in middle school, of course someone's going to look under your bed. Of course your parents are going to be intrusive like that. You came out of his blue balls. You came out of her fallopian tubes and shit like that, her womb. You're all hers. You're you're the you're the epitome of their property. So that they checked under my bed and I gave the lamest excuse that I was holding it for someone. I technically was. My friend, I don't give a fuck, Ian, he had uh, a bunch of uh, Playboy magazines on the stock. 
and I try. I was like, let me hold that. And he let me hold that. I definitely got my jerk off worth with it. But, uh, yeah, that's always the lamest excuse. So now I'm in a, I'm at an age where I could be a parent and I have many friends that are parents. So if you have uh, kids that are about to be that age, guys, and they say, I was just holding it for someone. No, you were just holding your Peter while jerking off to Cindy Crawford. Uh, speaking of, uh, porn collections, when I was in middle school, I used to sell my dad's porn collection. Uh, yeah, I used to be a little upset that he would like go and look at these other women other than my mom. And I don't know why I was sick like that, but I was and vindictive. That made no sense, but I was making money off that shit. So it's cool. And he had said nothing. He didn't really ever notice, or I guess he was forced not to notice like who wants to broach that with their son. So years later, I bring it up. I bring it up. I used to sell that shit. I used to sell that shit like nothing, man. I used to sneak that shit out. Yo, I admitted that shit like 15 years later. You would have thought that like I told him while it was happening. I don't even think he has a porn collection anymore. He just fucking destroys his laptops and shit like that. We like try to tell him, yo, it's better to stream, homeboy. Like if you download stuff, you'll destroy your computer. Geek Squad. There is no Geek Squad in the world that can fix what my dad does to computers. I don't understand it. But anyway, if you if you steal your dad's porn and you want to admit it years later, just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't be like me. Don't like almost get killed for fucking selling porn that you did in middle school. So I did. It was back in the VHS era. And I, you know, blacks and blondes. And that's when like uh, interracial porn was like a big thing. Now it's like everywhere. But like back then, blacks and blondes was like the, the biggest thing out there, man. You get a you get a huge mendingo to give it to like some fucking blonde chick's asshole. And, you know, you're good to go. That 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 was like your peak freakness. Um, I am I, I watched Lucy K, even though he's not that popular right now because of his uh, sexual stunts jerking off on other women comedians like Sarah Silverman. She just admitted that recently that. He would just jerk off in front of her. And they're like, sure. And she said that he had nothing to give her. Kind of downplayed the Me Too movement, so she had to apologize. I agree with the apology. Not the right time, Sarah. But Sarah's like one of the dudes sometimes, so that's that's probably why she acted like that. I don't give an excuse to her. She apologized. I'm glad she did. But he's right. One of his stand-ups. We find these women that are supposed to be virtuous men, particularly. And women, to be honest, you want them to be the father of your children. You want them to go to church with you. You want them to raise these children to be good, upstanding people. Go to these family gatherings and be put on Christmas sweaters and shit. But in actuality, when you go to bed, you want to punch the shit out of them during sex. You want to be a dominatrix. You want to sit on his fucking face. You might even want to piss on him and shit like that. That's the father of your children. What are you doing? So, Louis, Lucy K., you definitely hit it right on the head. Same thing with me. I try to find these very pretty, gorgeous women, blue eyes. Not not always blue eyes. Don't get me wrong. I don't have a preference with eyes. But blue eyes look nice, and they always look very innocent. Um, yeah, man, you try to get these women that are going to be the mother of your children and are going to be this nurturing figure. But all you can think of is busting a load on her face. Louis C.K., man, you were right about that, man. You were right. Like, people, all they do is try to... Men, that's our... That's our number one goal. How can we get our nut juice on your face? How can we do it? How can we get it in your mouth? How can we do that? It doesn't matter how nice and righteous you are. You could be a nun. You could be a former nun. 
We'll be like, that's nice. That's great. Where could I put this sperm? So be careful, guys. Be careful who you elope with. Be careful who, because eventually they'll become your cum dumpster. It's true. You don't have to like the truth, but it's true. Uh, we're winding down a little bit, but, uh, hey man, what happened to sex tapes? Are they still around? Are they still viral enough? I don't think they're as popular as they used to be. Kim K and, and Paris Hilton were like at the peak of that shit. Britney Spears, a few of them got rocked out, but uh, I, I guess they became so fabricated and so pushed out and self-produced. And I guess Kanye got mad about it too much that they're not really a thing anymore. And but like you know, if you want to catch some real ones, like I said, Celebrity Jihad, you need to catch that up. We mentioned that before. They show all the nude scenes. Rachel Brosnahan of uh, Marvel's Miss Maisel, she showed her boobs a few times. So again, this is a porn themed episode. Why not show my pervertedness? Um, happy Halloween to the naughtiest costumes out there. I went to go meet up with that Korean chick again. To no avail. She has a hotation full of four people right now. I just didn't feel right asking being the fifth. And imagine if I was like Jamal Crawford asking to be the sixth man or like Marlon Wayans. You don't want to do that. Yeah, man. Not that I like more power to her, man. Like, you know, she's a pimp too. I'm with it. And uh, the reason why I mention her is because she uh, she's like in her little hoe phase, a little slut phase. And it definitely shows in her Halloween costume. She put on some little Red Riding Hood outfit. And I'm not even sure now if her boobs are real because like now I've been thinking about it, man. I keep looking at them, and they're so geometrically put together, and the gravity, and she's my age, so I'm starting to wonder, but it's all good, I'm not gonna hate, I only got to hook up with her a couple times, um, she was my uh, associate, I'm not even gonna call her my friend, uh, associate's ex-girlfriend, tried to get it in, didn't happen, uh, too often at least, uh, and yeah, she basically was talking about her booty call right in front of me, right in front of me with this other girl, so it was time to go. And I missed out on a money opportunity for that. So, there goes Vince, thinking with his penis again. Did I get blue balls? No, we didn't get up to that part. We didn't even kiss, to be honest. So, I didn't even get to fucking uh, tan balls. I didn't even, my, my balls didn't even, like, get a sh- like a hint of blue. Like, they're still at a nice caramel color. Um... Do you remember Catholic schoolgirl parties or Heaven and Hell or Pimps and Hoes? If I had to pick a favorite one out of those, I guess I would go classic. I guess I would go Catholic schoolgirl. I know that those are going to get less prevalent nowadays with Me Too movement. I get it. It's cool. Um, Women should not want to be as exploited as they are. But yet they do. Some of them do. Like I said, that girl, she's totally into using the the sexiness and the sexy appeal of her until it's not there anymore. You know, we're not all going to be good-looking people for the rest of our lives. So, more power to her, more power to the Catholic schoolgirls that wore belts and pretended that they were skirts. Heaven and hell, you know, trying to be that naughty uh, fucking angel. I remember I hooked up with this girl. Um, she had a, a tattoo of wings on her on her wrist during the Heaven and Hell party. That was sick. And that was one of the best hookups of my life. Shout out to those titties. Those are some really nice boobs. Um, also during a heaven and hell party, that was the party where my, my good, uh, pledge father, um, his girl came and, uh, my, my other friend tried to, to, uh, deny that he had been hooking up with her, even though I saw his hand down her pants and she had mad glitter. And all I had to do was show his fucking glitter hand 
that showed that he was uh he was dead to fucking rights, dead to pixie dust rights. So Catholic schoolgirl party, if I had to pick a very naughty party to be a part of for for Halloween festivities, Catholic schoolgirls, it it is. Um, if you're you know, I know we're not talking about what we watch, but if you're looking for a porn theme, if you're looking for a good movie, good documentary, Ava Taylor, she's one of my favorite fucking porn stars. She's not around anymore. Her name is Rachel something in real life. She's now a photographer on Twitter. You should check her out. But um, she's famous for having glasses. She's really skinny. Um, like I said, she's famous for being on Hot Girls Wanted. That was uh, That was produced and directed by... So my apologies, I just found out her name is Rachel Bernard, that is Ava Taylor's real name, and I jerked off to her, damn, at least 2,000 times, but she was in the movie 2015 Hot Girls Wanted, I just want to shout out to that, because that's a good um, introspect onto what women are feeling, obviously it's not good like if you're still jerking off to them, I still jerk off to Ava Taylor's old stuff, so that doesn't matter. But um, Tamika Jones, I mean, not Tamika, why would you keep calling her Tamika? It's Rashida Jones, Quincy Jones' daughter. She's also on Parks and Rec. She was also on the show. Um, she's been on a bunch of shows, by the way. She And she leaves early for some reason, too. But anyway, Parks and Rec is like one of my, one of her more uh, famous roles. Oh, and Rachel Bernard is actually a big pothead, too. Still young, too. 23 years old. So she can basically do what she wants nowadays, man. She's got plenty of life ahead of her. Which gets me down to my last story. My last story that I got blue-balled. And I might have mentioned this story. I used to intern at SiriusXM, and at the end, I, I interned for Howard Stern. And I used to put people on the Symbian. And the Symbian is a a machine that women go on and they get gyrated on. Now, Brie Olson is one of the uh, angels, Charlie's angels, uh, from Charlie Sheen. And, uh, you know, he was banging out these two porn stars at the same time when he had the tiger blood flowing, the AKA the HIV flow in him, uh, got kicked off of two and a half men. He was on a tirade, man. He was going on tour for comedy specials. He was killing it. And he also was almost spreading AIDS to these young women. And, uh, Brie Olsen is one of my favorite porn stars. She is from Indiana and she came to the radio station and I was able to clean up the symbian, put her on it. I didn't, like, place her. I didn't, like, hold her waist. But, like, you know, I showed her how to do it. She was butt-ass naked. And right before she gets on it, I said, Brie, I'm so sorry. I have to admit this. I have definitely jerked off to you at least 3,000 times. And she goes, Oh, Vance, that is so sweet. It, heart, it, it touches my heart every time somebody says that. Thank you, thank you. And I'm like, you know, I I just love to be of service. So just because I had the, you know, just because I had the blue balls in my sack didn't mean I had the blue ball in my tongue. That didn't mean that, you know, I couldn't let her know how much I appreciated her work. doesn't matter if a girl is important. Just like when I was at uh, the radio station and they made me call this girl that uh, back, into the room because they kept chastising her for being in porn and she was doing a maximum spread. You know, when I tried to convince her to come back, I was like, hey, you did do porn. I mean, it is kind of weird that they're doing that and they are kind of rude little boys. By the way, Opie and Anthony's not even on the air anymore. They were they were too irresponsible to be on the air. But yeah, man, don't be shy of your porn life. 
Don't be Cardi B. She like she fucking highlights her stripper life. So you can definitely, definitely talk about your porn life and it'd be okay. One more story. When I worked at Sirius XM, there was this girl. I used to have to let people into the studio too. And that's before we got into the Sirius building. And this girl, I thought she was homely looking. I thought she was kind of ugly. She had a, like a trench coat. When we got into the studio, she admitted that her and her boyfriend was with her. I thought it was like her manager or something. And the boyfriend was like, I love to draw her naked. And I guess he was like some famous artist, not famous, but like semi-famous. Yo, she took off her clothes. Her body was on point. So my point to that is don't judge a girl by her trench coat. Do not judge a girl by her trench coat. You have no idea what's hiding in there. Boy, did I not. So that's the end of this episode. It is Blue Balls. It is the 30th motherfucking episode. I can't believe I have done 30 episodes of this damn show. And you guys have not shamed me to death to get rid of this show, to stop doing it. Thank you, thank you so much. I really appreciate all the listens and watches. Um, I, I look at all the analytics. I don't really tell you guys the analytics. It's up to you to decide if I'm if you like my show or not. If you want to put the word out, I do a lot of promoting with my homegirl Maria. Um, my cousin Harry, he mixes, uh, my episodes. I could probably do that myself, but you know, I'm really appreciative of him doing it. He does a pretty fantabulous job. So does my social media manager with my graphics. I'm also learning graphic art. She's teaching me that as well. She's really awesome. So if you ever want some, uh, graphic design done, my, my homegirl Floritza is doing it with her. You can catch me on the real hot and fresh show on Sundays, 8 p.m., 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also catch this show every Tuesday on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play Music, iTunes, and stillvinsane.com. There is a media player on there. You just click on the podcast button. Um, We got some Halloween visuals coming for you. I didn't really dress up this year for Halloween, but I might. I got something in the closet. I might do it for work. Maybe go to a Halloween parade to make up for not going anywhere on Sunday. Uh... My Instagram is still Vinsane. It's also still Vinsane on Twitter. It's also like that on Pinterest. It's also like that on Tumblr. Still Vinsane number three on my Facebook. Keep up, shut up is the Facebook group. There's also a still Vinsane uh, web page, well, landing page for Facebook. And one more. I have an Instagram that's run by Maria herself. She does her thing. It shows all promotional things that point to the website, stillvinsane.com. That is called Keep Up NYC. All types of things, man. I also have some other things in development. I've been talking to some other people. Like I said, keep out, keep a lookout for that YouTube channel that I will be populating soon. I'm going to try to get all my archive stuff, try to edit it down a little bit so that you know you guys are not too bored and you're entertained. By me, sorry, There's, I guess there's more entertaining people out there, isn't there? But anyway, you know the fucking deal. Shut the fuck up, listen up, and keep up with Still Been Sane. Happy Halloween, you broke-ass bitches. Yeah.